The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. How many social media accounts do you have? Think about it. Take take a moment. Think about it. Recent reports suggest the average person has 7.6 active accounts and 98% of people have at least one. Around the world, there are 2.77 billion social media users. users. But what happens... When you die. David Shipley is the CEO of Boaster on Security. David, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's talk about this. When, you know, um, and I, I don't think too many actually think about it, to be honest with you. You know, your Facebook account, your, your Snapchat account, your Instagram account, all of those things. If you pass away, and I've seen it, you know, I've got, uh, you know, people on my Facebook page that have passed away, and I see these, you know, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday, and it kind of reminds you and all that sort of stuff. If, if there's nothing done with them, and we can go through uh, these coming up about uh, the different platforms and what you can and can't do there, but if there's something not done with them, can they turn into a security risk, David? They can turn into a problem. See, what a lot of people don't realize is there is a growing black market buying and selling social media accounts because you can use those accounts to commit a variety of scams and cyber attacks and fraud. And a lot of people aren't falling victim to email-based attacks anymore. So the easiest way to get to victims is to use social media accounts that have messaging services, etc. And this can be incredibly distressful for family and friends when someone passes away and their account gets hijacked. Mm. And so that's probably the single biggest risk. The second risk is there are probably a lot of private elements in people's accounts, um, and because most people don't clean out their Facebook messages and other things, a lot of sensitive information they may not want the rest of their family trawling through after your death. <laughs> well, so, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, if someone did get your passwords or whatever, you could go through there. Gosh knows what that could lead to. My goodness. Well, yeah. And I mean, you know, there's numerous stories, including a story in The Independent from 2018 of one family that uh, a 36-year-old man passed away. And uh, a few months after he died, his account was hijacked, uh, likely by someone out of Egypt, they think. Um, and for six months, they watched as the account details were changed. It was used to launch fraud attempts. And uh, it was quite difficult for them to get Facebook to finally shut it down and uh, it took uh, quite some time and a lot of effort oh my goodness okay so um will will companies like facebook or twitter or anything like that give up passwords no uh they they will occasionally if someone dies and hasn't left clear instructions you're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops and a lot of automated systems that aren't terribly helpful. Um, and that can be add an emotional burden to um, people's grieving process. So, you know, these companies aren't built, um, they don't have operators standing by mm. for their billions of users. Um, they use computers and, and escalation that can take a long time. So the best thing is to be proactive. And it seems weird, but we've now entered the era where it's important to have a digital will and to look at what you want your social media accounts to be after you die. So what, let's talk about digital wills. What does that look like, David? I mean, I, I was reading about this and I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. I think a lot of us don't even have a, a normal will made up, let alone a digital will. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, what is that? Well, in, in some cases, it's just a simple document that has an outline of 
here's what I would like done with my social media accounts. And if you use a tool like a password manager, it would give access to your password manager. So you would have the unified password that you use and someone could go in and then decide and follow your instructions to either turn your accounts into memorial accounts if the platform allows that, such as Facebook, yeah. and that was your desire, or delete them, um, which may in the long run be the healthier thing to do. Okay, so you know what, I've got a couple of texts coming in, um, and David, this one says, OMG, I got a Facebook message from my dad's account. He died last year. Uh, absolutely, and that's heartbreaking. And to think of this happens a lot more than people realize, and, and it can be very traumatic. So in my view, um, you know, when you switch over a Facebook account to a memorial account, it, it gets noted as that, and certain functions and features are disabled. But there's always a risk of identity theft. And you have to understand is that creating a fake social media account it takes a lot of work. If mm-hmm. you can take one that was a real person that has all the real details already there, it's far more lucrative. So. Um, there's a there's a macabre value, value to a deceased person's account. So in that case, that sounds like somebody has got the information and is doing something with it, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. And it makes sense. So I'd be very careful to those um, listening. If you're getting any messages, anything with links, any attachments, be very careful. And the, and the worst part is when someone gets access to these details, they learn uh, a lot about other people's patterns of lives, nicknames, those mm. things, things that may reveal uh, ways to unlock their accounts. Uh, okay, so in a case like this, I mean, if someone has, um, you know, uh, stolen the identity of someone's, you know, uh, on Facebook, what do you do? How can you, what, how do you deal with that, David? Well, in the case of the family uh, that was reading about from The Independent, uh, they went through all the Facebook official channels and numerous messages back and forth reporting the account, and it just takes time because there is no compelling, you can't go to Canadian police and they can't compel Facebook to shut the account down. Uh. The laws don't exist, the the cooperation's not there. So um, unfortunately, once an account gets taken over and abused, it can be a very long, drawn-out, difficult process that's completely at the whim of these companies. So put that digital will in place. I probably have a conversation with friends and family, what you want them to do and have them, you know, maybe pick someone out to authorize uh, them to manage an account if need be. Um, this text says, my brother-in-law passed, uh, passed away almost five years ago. We've wanted to delete his Facebook account, but no one knew his password to his phone. People still tag and post to his account as if he's still alive and well. It's really hard on my wife. She will never forget him, but doesn't want to be reminded about him all the time either. Um, When it comes to Facebook, as you mentioned, there's a couple of options there. Um, It can become a memorial page. How does this all work? So you can assign um, legacy contacts in your Facebook settings. You can go and assign people that if you pass, they can get access to your account. Um, And can also be your recovery account. So you can set up processes and ways for people to get control, people you know and you love and you trust, um, to, to take care of these things. But unfortunately, if you don't do it before you die and set those things up, and if you don't put a digital will in place where you can provide um, access to your accounts after your death, um, then people have to go through Facebook. And you know that's going to involve a lot of times proving that you died, proving that the person has control of your estate and the authority to do mm-hmm. so. And 
many people just don't have the energy for that. Yeah, I'm just reading here. It says if a memorial account is not for you, you need to declare that you would like your account permanently deleted when you die. In your Facebook settings, click Manage Accounts, scroll down to Request Account Deletion, and choose Death or Delete after Death. Um, and and sometimes it automatically becomes a memorial page, doesn't it? There's some sort of, uh, you know, they can read it and people are posting about, you know, sorry you've died, you know, that sort of stuff. And sometimes they just automatically, it switches over to like Jalen and I remembered or whatever. So, yeah, Facebook has the ability because ultimately they control the infrastructure yeah. and um, they are using artificial intelligence more and more to sort of set flags. Um, I mean, my number one piece of advice remains um, you really don't want these accounts sticking around um, over time. Um, just the amount of personal information, the amount of things that could go wrong where, you know, if Facebook has a yet another breach and your photos, your confidential information, um, those are all out, out to the wind. Remember, the dead have no privacy rights. Yeah. Um, there's not much that can be done about it. Well, David, that's the, that's the other thing, too. So most of these major platforms do have a process for deletion, but is all the data deleted from it? Well, that's where we have to trust them. Um, and in some cases, that trust is not uh, not backed by their actions so far. And, and that's where I, I think, you know, Canada is lagging behind most of the world now when it comes to privacy laws. I hope that the new push by the federal government, although it's too late for this legislative session, to reopen Canada's privacy yeah. laws also includes improved rights um, for Canadians for these kinds of situations. I think companies that are making hundreds of millions of dollars in Canada selling advertising and data about us using their social media platforms should have to provide families of the deceased with easier tools and better processes to deal with this. Yeah, you know what, we went through it uh, in our family a, a few years back and um, when someone had, had died by suicide, they were trying to find out more information, but um, the platform, and this was a, a while back, um, you know, needed copies of birth certificate or death certificates, you name it, and it was just, it was like jumping through um, a series of massive hoops and it was really really frustrating um, for this person that texted in about you know their brother's Facebook page if they don't have the password if they haven't done the you know want it to delete they're pretty much stuck with that aren't they that memorial they are, page, unless, yeah. Unless they convince, convince Facebook to act okay. um, on it. And so, you know, what I would encourage is sometimes um, having more people um, kind of contact Facebook about a particular account, as many voices as you can. Sort of the squeaky wheel gets the attention. Yeah. Um, maybe your best bet. What about Instagram? What happens there? Well, Instagram doesn't have the same memorial um, type setup. You can um, provide some information or links to obituaries, and they will delete accounts. Um, and the same for Twitter. They they don't really have a memorial. Okay. If you're alive, you're alive. If you're dead, yeah. you're dead, and they'll delete your stuff. Mm, interesting. Um, again, more th- more food for thought on this one. Again, we're all still trying to figure out, you know, to, to get the, the, the one will done. Now we're thinking about a digital will. Is there anything else that you want folks to know when it comes to this topic and what they should be doing, what they shouldn't be doing, David? Well, I, I think it's always a good idea to keep good hygiene in your social media accounts. You know, if you do continue to use these platforms, try and think about cleaning out your Facebook messages and other things. The other thing to be wary is what happens to your data after you die in these platforms is, you know, we're talk, we're at the very edge of building um, much more sophisticated AI. And one of the things that I'm concerned of is that someday some of these platforms will mine this data and it can be very rich information years, mm-hmm. maybe even decades into the future of someone's life where they're able to replicate.
replicate you as a chatbot. Mm. Um, and that's not as science fiction-y as it sounds. <laughs> um, and so that is the holy grail for some. So leaving your, your digital life behind may result in an afterlife you never anticipated or planned on. Oh, boy, oh, boy, David. Thanks for that, I think. Uh, David Shipley, the CEO of Bo- uh, Busseron Security, joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much, David. You're always welcome. David, uh, joining us once again. So listen to this, you guys. So I was reading this article today, and it says if Facebook still exists in 50 years, dead users on the platform will likely outnumber the living ones. Researchers at the Oxford Internet Institute found that based on global 2018 estimates, the number of deceased people on the world's largest social site could reach 4.9 billion by the end of the century. They said, considering this reality, the study's authors added sociologists and anthropologists are increasingly interested in examining the parasocial relationships that we form with the online dead. More than that, they're asking some tough questions, namely, number one, what do we lose in terms of both privacy and connection when we give mega corporations control over our digital remains? With that in mind, we turn to the death policies of five of today's social media platforms. We talked about Facebook. We talked about Instagram. We talked about uh, Twitter. There's some other ones for uh, Snapchat, uh, Snapchat and YouTube as well. But if you have a Facebook account, think about that. Think about that digital will. Add one more thing to the list of things that you have to do. But this was was interesting and I didn't realize that when he was talking about um, the Facebook at that memorial account and we've all seen them because it's likely that we all have had friends who have passed away um, it will eventually turn into a memorial page um, either someone does that who's been given the passwords and the authority to do it or Facebook figures it out on its own what happens there is the account pretty much stays the same, but with a few additions, like the word remembering next to your name. Uh, Once an account is in memorial mode, no one can log in. But if you want, if you don't, or if you don't want a memorial account, you need to declare that you don't want that and you want it permanently deleted when you die. So again, in your Facebook settings, click manage account, scroll down to request account deletion and choose delete after death. It's always a little weird, isn't it? Um, Every once in a while, something will come along, you know, um, it's, you know, my nephew's birthday. Well, no, my nephew died 10 years ago. Um, Oh, you celebrating, you know, Wendy's, you know, uh, whatever. And it's like, no, she died three or four years ago. And every once in a while, you know, it is nice to have those the, those people, you know, cross your cross your mind and you think about them. But yeah, if you're not in a in a good sp- headspace, or maybe you're just, you know, dealing with a lot of cracks, crap. Sometimes that is really, really, really hard to deal with. It just adds to it, and it gets really, really frustrating. So keep that in mind. There's lots of stuff online. If you Google what happens social media when you die, tons of information online about it. Of your text coming in after that conversation with David Shipley out at uh, Booster on Security. Daryl says, I'm going back to the rotary cell phone. Ah, the good old days. Remember that? And then it took forever. And then he's like, oh, did I, did I, did I put my finger in the, in the right uh, number? No, and you'd have to start over. I think there's kids, there's people out there that have never actually seen a rotary phone or used one.
that was always the best. You know, think about it. Remember in high school, you're waiting for maybe the boy to call or the girl to call, and you had the extra long, like the extension cord on the phone, whatever it was, the extra long thing. You have to actually, you know, sit on the dishwasher in the kitchen, you know, talking to whomever it was. Oh, good times. Um, this one says, hey, Jay, I'm a financial planner with over 30 years, and I have access to a product that allows a client to store things online with unlimited storage, including an option for a will, and it gives instructions to the named individual that can access this account upon proof of death as the uh, owner to be given all the passwords for all the accounts, be it bank accounts or investment accounts or social media accounts. It solves all the problems of your discussion. And Ken, he's like, you know what, Jay? This is Ken out there in Vermilion saying all social media should be shut down. It's flat out dangerous. Although I know it will never happen. You know, uh, sometimes life was a heck of a lot nicer and a lot more quiet before social media. Things it has it's changed a lot of things. It's changed how we interact, how we get our news, how we meet people. I mean, there's some really great aspects to social media, and then there's some real crap parts to it as well. Like, let's be real. Um, and I'm not sure which which side outweighs which.